So today, on Wednesday, April 19th, ASML reported earnings. Unfortunately for investors, the stock price did drop roughly 3% as I am recording. And the main reason is we are seeing reports like this, that ASML stock slips on mixed signals after earnings beat. We can see overall that the earnings were amazing, but maybe guidance didn't meet analyst expectations. On today's episode, what I want to do is take a closer look at what's really happening behind and kind of discuss if I was an ASML investor, would I be worried at this point? Let's take a closer look in today's episode. So if we take a closer look at their press release, we can see, hey, quarter one net sales were 6.7 billion euros, gross margins of roughly 50.6%. They do mention that, hey, net bookings were roughly 3.7, 3.8 billion this quarter. And this is where I believe investors are worried, right? So net bookings, these are sales that, hey, they're kind of taking in right now for future delivery. So it's kind of pre-orders to some extent. This is what helps build kind of the backlog that ASML has. So if you're seeing weaker net bookings, it means that maybe in future quarters, you might see some weakness in sales. And this is one of the lowest net bookings I've seen in the past four to five quarters. We can see, again, roughly 3.75 billion euros this quarter last quarter was 6.3 billion and i believe last quarter was the weakest if we take a closer look quarter three of 2022 was 8.9 quarter two of 2022 was 8.4 quarter one of 2022 was 6.9 and even quarter four of 2021 was 7.05 so the lowest this guy in in the past four to five quarters was 6.3 so now that dropping to 3.7 is causing a little bit of fear for investors and right now we are going to discuss what's happening it seems like obviously there was a huge huge fear that semiconductor shortage was going to happen and they needed to make sure equipment was being purchased so a lot of companies decided to kind of put a lot of those orders ahead of time because they didn't want to be at the end of the line right maybe they started making some purchases a few quarters before and now we're kind of seeing that weakness right now The company also mentions that they continue to see mixed signals on demand from the different end market segments as industries work to bring inventory to more healthy levels. They do mention, and this might be fearful for some investors, some major customers are making further adjustments to demand timing while we also see other customers absorbing this demand change. They're saying that, hey, some customers are calling and like ASML, hey, We know we mentioned we needed this product maybe in the first quarter of blah, blah, blah. Now we need it in the second or the third quarter. So we don't really need to purchase anything else from you guys as we're going to push this a little bit more. So it seems like right now the demand is being pushed back a little bit. Overall, overall, the company still mentions the following, that their demand still exceeds the capacity for this year of 2023. Remember, the year is just starting and they have a backlog of roughly $38.9 billion and their main focus continues to be on maximizing system output. And I believe that's very important to hear from them. I wonder, I want to say if you are an ASML investor, in the upcoming quarters, what I would focus on is seeing if they shift that, if no longer their dependency or their focus is on maximizing system output. Because right now, reading that, it tells me that this company believes demand will pick back up, those bookings will grow back longer, and they need to continue to fulfill this backlog. 
if that tone starts to change, then it might kind of start to mean that there's some weakness ahead. So if you are an ASML investor right now, things are looking good on their end, but I do believe it's important to keep note of that tone. Now, before we go any further, if you guys are not too familiar with ASML Holdings, on my membership program for semiconductor investing, where I'm going to be doing more of a one-on-one -on -one overview of every semiconductor company I can out there. My first one was on ASML. My next one, I believe, is on LAM Research, and I already have some other ones. But I do amazing, I, I want to say it's an amazing breakdown of all the key products that they're offering. For example, here we can see some of the products they're offering in their extreme ultraviolet lithography system. So if you want to learn more, make sure to join membership. You should see the join button down below. Also, make sure to follow me on Twitter. I am doing, I am posting kind of earnings summary right here where I kind of sharecase what's some of the key points from their earnings. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video and check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. So now that we understand the problem here that's happening with ASML, I think I want to hear a little bit more from management and just kind of share my overall thoughts. But first, I want to explain a little bit of their sale breakdown. We can see for the quarter one, majority of their sales are still in the EUV market, extreme ultraviolet. And the other good portion is coming from the deep ultraviolet, which is pretty much this segment right here. Metrology and inspection is still pretty small. We see an end uses logic is still a big player, 70% of total net sales. Memory is 30%. They do mention during the earnings that logic, memory is seeing a little bit more weakness as we have seen the memory market is slowing down dramatically, especially on capital, on CapEx, right? So not to my surprise that Logic is the leading player here, and I believe it's going to stay like that for some time. Another thing to mention is this quarter alone, they sold roughly 17 extreme ultraviolet machines. Normally for the full year, they have capacity of only 60. So they are already a little bit ahead here in the EUV market in forms of products shipped and sold. Now, I want to say they do mention in the upcoming quarters, it might not be as strong as this first quarter as they already are ahead of the curve. So I mentioned a lot of the changes that are happening. And there was a question here on how does how do all these developments translate into the outlook for 2023? And management says that right now, our outlook for 2023 is essentially remains unchanged. They expect to ship around 60 EUV systems this year. And they do mention the main reason is because their backlog is much higher than their overall capacity. So thanks to the backlog from ASML, they really don't have to worry about anything for this year. What they really have to do is worry for the next year of 2024. And that, in my opinion, is pretty amazing because this is just quarter one of this year. There's still three quarters ahead. There was a question in the earnings call that also kind of dictates or was like, hey, your order run rate or your bookings is slowing down dramatically. How could this affect the calendar year of 2024? So this is more looking not this fiscal year, but the next fiscal year. And management says, hey, yes, look, our cushion room or, or our cushion in, in backlogs is kind of dwindling, right? We want it to be a lot higher. Luckily for us, 2023 is still great. And they do mention that right now, based on the backlogs that they have, they mentioned that they already have a significant part of 2024 already booked. They do mention that you could argue that the 
back half of the second half of next year still needs to be booked. So I, I think right now things are a little are, are still okay for ASML. They mentioned, hey, look, we're good for the full year of 2023. We just finished quarter one and we don't see our we, we see our sales as expected. For 2024, we have the first half of 2024 fully booked. We have the first half of the second half, so the third quarter of 2024 fully booked. The only one we really have to work up in the next seven quarters is pretty much the back end of 2024. So this company has roughly four quarters, four to five quarters to build up the second half of 2024. Uh, So in my opinion, I don't think there's much to be worried about ASML at the moment, right? At the moment, I don't think there's much to be worried But if I was an investor, I did mention what are some things I would be kind of looking out for. First is seeing a tone in the upcoming quarters. Is there a tone of them focusing instead uh, of their focus shifting away from maximizing system output? If they start to focus outside of that, it might be kind of showcasing that, hey, this company might be seeing a little bit weakness on their on their future sales. The second thing I would want to say that I, I would want to look into is kind of the trend of net bookings. Maybe the next few quarters might be weak, but I want to say maybe quarter three or quarter four of 2023, I would want these net bookings to go back up to some important levels, right? I don't want to be, I don't want to see them deflated at this 3.7 billion because that's going to really reduce the cushion side of this company's total backlogs. So those are the two things I would say, like I've, like I mentioned, I wouldn't be worried right now, but it is things that I would keep in the back of my mind as future earnings come out. So let me know what you guys think. Are you excited for ASML? Are you purchasing the company? Again, don't forget to join that membership. You should see the join button below. Um, make sure to click that and help support the channel. And if you want to learn about the semiconductor market, that's definitely the membership to join. So take care, have a good day and see you next time.